What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Spec Tennis Podcast. I apologize in advance for the audio is a little different today. I'm out on the tennis courts while recording this podcast, but I wanted to tell you how you can transform your tennis program while also growing the game of tennis. And so I'm going to tell you about a tool that can easily be implemented at any facility. It will grow the game of tennis, and it can single-handedly transform your program into a well-oiled revenue-producing machine with the highest member satisfaction. And that tool is called Spec Tennis. You may or may not have heard of Spec Tennis before, but all I need from you is an open mind. Sound good? Spec Tennis was created in 2016 initially as a social sporting experience, but then everything changed when I decided to try using it in my tennis lessons as a training tool. I found that I was able to develop players at a much faster rate than when I was using the traditional tennis-only approach. I also broke the barrier of the low player-to-coach ratio as we see in the tennis industry and fixed the problem of players not practicing effectively outside of their lessons in clinics. I taught players the same techniques and tactics that I would teach them in tennis, but they were having more success. Why? Because we were using a spec tennis paddle and an orange dot ball on a smaller size court. The sweet spot was closer to their hand and the ball was ending up in their strike zone more often. Now in case you haven't heard of spec tennis before today, it's played on a pickleball court with an 18 inch foam core paddle, an orange dot low compression tennis ball with an underhand serve, no ad scoring, and short sets. Now the best part, since spec tennis is a dual threat sport, meaning that it serves two roles, one as a social sport and another as a tool for learning tennis, there is no negative stigma attached to it like many have with the ROGY system, the red, orange, green, yellow balls that the USTA uh, uses. Now no one feels like they're playing kids tennis and so the buy-in is huge, especially when they see how quickly they can have success in every skill. Success, in my opinion, is what knocks over all the other dominoes, and you start seeing, number one, players playing more often, two, they're improving faster, and three, they're actually practicing the skills that you teach them on their own. Right? Tennis, we don't see that a lot. We'll give a great lesson, but then the players don't practice before next week's lesson, and so it's like back to square one again when we try to do that skill at next week. Spec tennis can really be a great addition to any club or facility. I'll give you seven reasons why. Number one is you don't have to build new courts or modify your facility. If you have pickleball courts already, great, that makes it even easier. But if you don't, that's fine too. It can be played in the service boxes on a tennis court or can be set up in less than 10 minutes using portable nets. It also works really well on clay courts and platform tennis courts. Number two is you can attract a larger percentage of the membership to your courts. Maybe your club has swim members that have never used the tennis courts before. Spec Tennis has the power to attract these type of members when they witness the smaller learning curve and they can envision themselves being able to play it with their family. Number three is you have the ability to run larger clinics and accommodate four times more players. You can fit four times more players on one tennis court when you're playing Spec Tennis. So you can run larger uh, clinics which accommodate more people or you can have multiple pros teaching different lessons in clinics on the same court simultaneously. A side note is I recently ran a 14-player clinic on one tennis court for 12 weeks, and I taught the class by myself. And part of the reason that I was successful was because we were using spec tennis. It allowed players to have more control and do a lot more peer-to-peer rally-based activities. Number four is increase your player retention. There are so many alternative options that players can be doing. Not only do we lose tennis players to other sports, but we lose them to even things like video games. When we ensure that our players get the full experience of actually playing the sport rather than just hitting the ball, we have the best chance of not losing that player. 
After all, tennis is a pretty great sport, but we just need to allow our players to see that. The commonly used approach of doing dead ball drills in a clinic with a coach feeding balls to kids standing in a line, in my opinion, is the fastest way to get players to quit tennis. It takes the fun out of it and players don't actually get to compete against their peers. You don't have to do this in spec tennis and you can quickly do rally based games. Number five is there's more revenue potential with spec tennis than with pickleball. Now this is a bold statement but hear me out. I want you to imagine that pickleball is like going to the movie theater and bringing your own snacks with you. You're sneaking them into the movie theater. Whereas spec tennis is like going to the theater and buying everything that they offer you at the concession stand. Movie theaters don't make a lot of money on the admission ticket, where they make their real money is the concession stand. And so pickleball revenues come more from the social side, which is the admission ticket, and less from the instruction side, which is the concession stand. Things like social events, tournaments, leagues, court fees, but less high ticket items like lessons in clinics. And this is for two reasons. The demographic of players who play pickleball often aren't those who are looking to take a weekly lesson. And number two, for those who might be, they get to a high enough level quickly to where they drop the lesson and go play socially. Why is spec tennis different? Revenues from the instruction side are very sustainable. Players will take recurring lessons just like they would in tennis, and if they need to be challenged more, they can transition to tennis. Number six is you can hold very successful social events. I've seen clubs where they had to cancel the club championship because not enough players signed up, and a lot of it was due to egos. In spec tennis, you're able to mix levels together seamlessly, and players aren't worried about losing a match to their buddy like they are in tennis. And number seven is no noise. If spec tennis is being played on the court next to the USTA National Championships, you're not going to get any complaints from the tennis players. Put spec tennis on a court surrounded by homes and you also won't get any complaints from the people living in the homes. So how do you get started with spec tennis? You have two options. Option one is you can go to spectennis.com, click the shop button in the upper right corner and get started buying some paddles. Or if you're really fired up and would like to promote spec tennis in conjunction with starting it at your facility, you can apply to become an ambassador at USSPTA.com. That's USSPTA.com. But whatever you decide to do, I'm here to support you along the way, and I'm always open to chat about how you can make it a big success at your facility. Feel free to shoot me an email with any questions, nate at spectennis.com. And P.S., you're just one rally away. In our case as coaches, we're just one rally away from changing lives. Thanks for listening to the Spec Tennis Podcast today, and I hope to catch you next week.